Kinks and Beats Daily. I am your host, Tony Fry. Thank you for joining us again for episode number 74. Uh, before we get started, I wanted to let you know a little housekeeping. Um, I've mentioned it before, but we recently revamped our community features over at HeroHabit.com, added some new groups, discussion groups, some new ways to create really pretty looking profiles, and it's going to be a little social network confined to people who are interested in sports, pop culture, and collecting. And there is a discussion group there specifically for Kinks and Beats Daily. So I would love it if you guys signed up and um, we could get some conversations going over there. I'm not going to sell your information or or anything like that. It's just, it's just a fun um, excuse to chat with people that like the same things you like. So that's over at herohabit.com if you hit the community button or possibly activity. I forget what it says today. Also at herohabit.com, we've added a way for you to help keep this podcast ad-free. And so if you want, you can go to our shop um, and you can subscribe to just $4 a month. And it charges every month and you can stop it at any time. And if I stop the podcast, I'll kill all the subscriptions. But for $4 a month, um, you can help us offset the expenses of producing this podcast every day and keep it ad-free so that we can keep it as a tight 15 or 20 minutes every week or every day and um, and not add a bunch of dumb ads. So that's over at herohabit.com. In the shop, you will see podcast support. It's $4 a month, a dollar a week, less than a quarter an episode, 20 cents an episode. And, um, and I'll have some exclusive content that I will send to people who are subscribers. I don't know what it's going to be yet. Uh, I'm looking into, I've had some people say that they would like to hear more of my interpretations of the music. Um, so I'm thinking maybe I'll do like a little covers album of Kinks and Beatles music that will go out to those subscribers, but I have to check the legality of that or what I have to do rights wise. But either way, I'll have some exclusive content for you guys um, over there if you do decide to, to subscribe. If you don't, please swing by iTunes and leave a five-star rating and review. That would be um, also awesome. We've got some great reviews coming in. Um, I got another one I want to read probably tomorrow. And lastly, if you were being sent to Mars and I told you you could only take one album to listen to by the Kinks or the Beatles. This is your sole source of musical entertainment while you're stranded on Mars. Which album do you take and why? Give me a call, 925-494-1739 with your album pick and uh, your reasoning behind it. The voicemails we've gotten so far, it's been a universal choice. So I'd really like to get a lot of you chiming in um, so that we can talk about other albums because right now, Everybody that's called has picked the same album, and it's actually the one that I was leaning towards, but now I'm rethinking it just so we have an an interesting episode when I do post all these. So this will be a bonus episode down the line, Um, But so I want to hear all your stuff. So 925-494-1739, you can take one Beatles or one Kinks album, and that's all you can listen to for, let's say, a year stranded on Mars. Which one do you take and why? Okay, today is January 22nd. And on this day in 1977, Paul McCartney hits number one in the charts with his live album Wings Over America. The album features uh, many hits 
from the Band on the Run, Venus and Mars, and Wings at the Speed of Sound albums, as well as some of his recent singles and a few songs from his Beatles catalog. At this point, he still wasn't um, super comfortable doing Beatles material uh, on his Wings or solo tours. And this was a big tour. I think it was his first one in America. Um, And so he's got a smattering of Beatles songs, not nearly as much as he does now when he's on tour, where it's... uh, at least a 50-50 split between Beatles and post-Beatles stuff, if not leaning a little bit more on the Beatles material. So that was on this day in January 20, uh, uh, 1977. He hits number one with that album. That album actually has versions of some of these songs that the live versions are better than the album versions. In my opinion, Magneto and Titanium Man and uh, You Gave Me the Answer are way better on this album than they are on Venus and Mars. But we will talk about that when we talk about those songs. Today, though, we are talking about a Paul McCartney song. Song is called I Do, and it was released November 12, 2001 on the Driving Rain album. Now, Driving Rain as an album got pretty positive reviews at the time. Um, One reviewer called it like the late era masterpiece we've been waiting for. I don't think it's as good as Flaming Pie, which preceded it um, technically by two albums, but the the album between them was an album of cover cover songs. Um, And I don't think it's nearly as good as some of the albums that he did afterwards. He's kind of hit a little bit of a peak through the 2000s where he's putting out some great material. And I think that Driving Rain is probably the weakest album between Flaming Pie and new. And if you go to herohabit.com, you can read my review. His most recent album, I did not like at all. Um, but it didn't sell. Even though it got positive reviews, it did not sell very well. It was his lowest selling album in the UK. I think it eventually went gold in America, but it wasn't a huge hit. Uh, Flaming Pie was a top 10 album, and, and he'd go on to have top 10 albums afterwards, including this last one, which uh, hit number one. But there are good songs on it, and I Do is actually one of the better songs. Lyrically, there's not much there. If you only knew how much it meant to me, you'd understand, and I would feel your love was true. This is all I want. This is all I need. This is all I long for. I do. Just remember this. After a time is through, and never more will there be days for me and you. This is all I ask, all I ask of you. Please remember, darling, I do love you. Days go by so quickly when you're having fun. Life is never easy, even in the sun. But please remember this. This is all I want. This is all I need. Darling, please remember, I do love you, if you only knew. Now, I get why the song's called I Do. Should be called If You Only Knew, because that's the, the refrain that we hear most often in this song. Structurally, though, it's kind of a mid-tempo ballad. One presumes for uh, written for Heather, who was his new bride at the time, uh, in a short-lived, tumultuous marriage. Uh, but it's a mid-tempo, very Beatlesy sounding. Um, I actually hear Little George influence in there, and and I'll tell you why, because his use of the diminished chord all throughout this song, and the diminished chord was one of George's favorites. He called it one, you know, one of the naughty chords, diminished, augmented. Uh, suspension chords. Those were the naughty chords, and George used them more than pretty much anybody. Um, but it's a very versatile chord. So, like if we're if we're doing something, let's say we're an F, and then we go to an F sharp diminished, 
it has a very uplifting sound. And but if we're in like say C, actually let's do it in G. Then a G diminish. That's isn't it a pity? That G, G diminished chord kind of has a somber feel. Um, and so the way it's used can totally change the vibe of a song. And what makes a diminished chord is all the intervals are even. They're all minor thirds. So when you have a major chord, you have three notes. The interval between the first note and the second, and the second note is a major third. The interval between the second note and the third note is a minor third. And with a minor chord, the interval between the first two notes is a minor third. The interval between the second two notes is a major third. So it flips. With a diminished chord, the, the intervals are the same. It's minor third all the way across. So like a G diminished chord has a G and a B flat. So that's kind of like minor, but it has a D flat. Um, where a G major or a G minor chord would have a D natural. So you're lowering the third and the fifth. And if you add the seventh, you're lowering the seventh too, and that's also a minor third up. Okay? Um, so you would have a G, B flat, D flat, and F flat for your... Um, G diminished seventh. So it's a stack of minor thirds. Now what happens, what this means then is because all the intervals are the same, there's really only three chords, right? So if we have, if we started on C, uh, C, E flat, G flat, B double flat. And then we take the C and move it on top. Now it's E flat, G flat, B double flat, C. That's still, uh, a diminished chord. Now it's an E flat diminished chord. And then we can, so it inverts onto itself. So there's really only three shapes that you can make a, a diminished seventh chord. And whenever you hear someone go like this, they're probably playing a diminished chord because it inverts over itself and you can climb it. And so you can use it as uh, F sharp diminished to A diminished to G or whatever, the F sharp diminished and the A diminished are the same chord, same four notes. So Paul's doing it here. If you only knew how much you meant diminished chord to me, you'd understand and I would feel your love is true. Suspended chord now he anchors it on the diminished chord. This is all I want. This is all I need. Major seven to diminish chord again. This is all I long for. I do. Then he jumps up an octave, um, which sort of works. I, I like this song on this lower range because it highlights an aging voice. And his voice was still in good shape at this point. Um, 
but you can hear it when he goes into the higher octave that he's getting older at this point. After this uh, album came out, he went on the road in 2002, which is uh, the tour I saw him on. Fantastic tour. One of the best concerts I've been to. Um, He did not do this song, but he did do a couple songs off of this album. But I think this is one of the few songs from Driving Rain that I can listen to repeatedly. Even now, uh, nine years later, this song is aging well because it's just classic McCartney. And the whole album was recorded very quickly. Um, But this one feels like just a, a classic McCartney ballad. Some of the other ones feel a little bit too rushed. Uh, the 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 title track, Driving Rain, starts off one two three four five. Let's go for a drive. Six seven eight nine ten. Let's go there and back again, which is arguably the laziest songwriting lyrically one could ever do. And Paul's done it a couple times at this point. So there are some good things on this album, but um, I do, which is track five. I think is probably one of the strongest tunes on this one. If you agree or disagree, let me know. Um, you can email me at kinksandbeats at herohabit.com or you can call 925-494-1739. Um, and talk, let's take a, a, an email here. This one comes from Roland. Um, in the past week, I've discovered your Kinks and Beats podcast and have been rapidly making my way through the backlog as many of my favorite songs coincide with yours, Sitting in My Hotel and Sweet Lady Genevieve. Bless you. Thank you. I especially like the album long podcast for Abbey Road and hope you do one for Muswell Hillbilly someday. I absolutely will, Roland. Do not fret. We will get to them all. I did some research and found that you had a podcast for Preservation 1 and 2, which I was very interested in. But after downloading Stitcher to listen to it, I found it and all your podcasts actually has been removed. Is there a way to repost these on Spotify? No, there's not. Um, Back a few years ago, uh, myself and the gentleman that joined me for the Abbey Road podcast hosted this show. And the conceit of that show was that we were both bonded by being Beatles fans, but he was almost 100% ignorant to the kinks. So the idea behind that show was we would talk about a Beatles thing that we both loved, and then I would try to introduce him to kinks stuff. So a lot of times it was the first time he'd ever heard um, any of these things, including preservation the albums. And um, it was a fun podcast. It was fine. But those files have been lost, and I'm not sure why it's even listed on Stitcher still. But uh, yeah, those don't exist anymore. But we will get back to it. We will do preservation again, and uh, maybe I'll have Chris on to join me for that one. All right. Um, That's it for me. I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Make sure you swing by herohabit.com and check out all the stuff we've got going on there. And I thank you for listening. Have a great day. This podcast is presented by the Hero Habit Podcast Network. Swing by herohabit.com today to comment on this episode and poke around our growing database of sports and pop culture news, reviews, and collectibles. Herohabit.com. Collect your heroes.